You're listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast, and today we are going to be talking about how we can learn to teach people how to treat us. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello guys and welcome back. My name is Tina Stinson and I will be your host for the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast today. And today we are talking about how to teach people how to treat you. And before we get started, I just wanted to invite you to join me in my weekly journaling and affirmation practice. So all you have to do is find the link in the show notes and sign up. And once you sign up every Sunday, you're going to get my journal prompt that I'm using for the week and my affirmation and we could do this together every week and it's going to all be focused on mindset, self-care, self-love and basically self-development, making yourself feel better. So I would love to have you. Now let's get into today's topic, how we can learn to teach people how to treat us. So one of the hardest lessons I've learned in my life is how to put myself first and why this is so important. I was a huge people pleaser for most of my life, uh, including a large portion of my adult life. A lot of this came from just the average run-of-the-mill conditioning by society with, you know, that expectation of women to take care of themselves. Actually, reverse that. Take care of everyone at their own expense to always put everyone else first and don't complain about it either because if you do you're going to be labeled selfish right maybe even lazy I don't know (laughs) I'm, I'm a little bit bitter can you tell I'm glad that I see a bit of this changing I can see a shift I could see it in my own kids and I love this women are waking up and realizing that they've been getting shafted for quite a while and I think it's just the fact that women are talking to each other more and learning about how we're all living thanks to social media connecting all of us and so while social media can be a negative thing sometimes it could definitely be a very positive thing one of the most important things that I've learned is that putting yourself first is not selfish. It's This was a really hard lesson for me, or I should say it was really hard for me to start doing this because I lived so long not doing this. And I really believed, and still to this day, I struggle with it. I believed that it was selfish, but it serves us. It serves our families and it serves everybody around us, our communities on a whole. You see, when we put ourselves first and we take care of ourselves at the highest level that we possibly can, and I want to just kind of like say that again, at the highest level we possibly can, and I'll talk more about that later, then, um, you know, like when if we take, we rest when we need it, when we're tired and sick. Like, do any of us do that nowadays? I, hardly anyone. So resting when you're tired and sick, spending time doing the things that you love, that make you happy, that help you expand and grow as a person. 
that we then can show up as a better, well-rested version of ourselves. And then when we show up this way, we benefit, but also everyone else benefits too because you're showing up happier and energized and ready to go for life, right? This is better for everyone. Could you imagine if everybody showed up like this? Could you just imagine? So this false narrative of working ourselves to death, working ourselves into the ground until we're beyond exhausted, and then wearing this as a badge of honor and shaming people who don't buy into this ridiculous bullshit toxic toxic culture that has to end now, right? We just need to stop because it's just making everybody sick and tired. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Now you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I had a stroke at the age of 39, 100% caused by this type of behavior, just stress, beyond stress, not resting, not taking care of myself. Okay. So also when we take care of ourselves at this high level, which is just tuning in and giving ourselves what we need daily, setting and maintaining boundaries to protect that energy and happiness, we then are showing the world how we expect to experience our life, okay? We expect to be happy and comfortable and well-rested, safe and secure, right? We are showing the world how we expect to be treated every day by the way we treat ourselves. We create the behavior we expect with our boundaries, and then the world will model that behavior. So if you find yourself feeling taken advantage of, walked all over, this is a sure sign that you need to change. You need to put some boundaries in place and you need to maintain those boundaries. You need some deep level self-care pronto. Now, another thing that happens when we do this is other people can model it right? So our kids are watching us all the time. They may not listen to us, but they're watching us. And I know this, I raised three kids. They're all beautiful, wonderful, amazing adults, right? They, they've watched me. They watch my bad behaviors. They watch my good behaviors. And so when you do this for yourself, they learn how to do it for themselves. And same thing, maybe even your parents, maybe even your friends, maybe even your partner, right? So when other people see you doing this, it gives them permission to do the same thing for themselves. So there's so many positives from putting yourself first and taking care of yourself at a high level. The first question to ask is, where do you feel slighted in your life, taken advantage of, maybe walked all over? Where are you feeling exhausted? What kind of boundary can you set and maintain to protect yourself? Now, I have to mention, this is a little bit of a disclosure or whatever, that I'm completely aware that this isn't always easy. And in some cases, it can be and feel uh, impossible. For example, a job that's taken advantage of your time and work. I understand that some people are in a tough spot and this kind of situation could take a lot of time, energy, um, a lot of wherewithal to resolve with some support, right? So I'm aware that there's no like magical thing that happens when we start putting ourselves first. And I'm also aware that there are some things that we can't avoid, right? We can't avoid. So, but there's always places where we do have complete control over our time and we can choose to start there. Don't give up just because everything's difficult. Start in those little spaces that you actually do have control over. You can choose who to spend that time with the people who support you and champion you. Those are the people you want to spend time with. What experiences do you want to expose yourself to in that time? Be very freaking intentional. That's your most valuable asset, your time. Ask yourself, is this serving me or is this taking away from my happiness when you're, when you're doing something with that time? 
you know, and I, and once again, I understand that you can't avoid sometimes your family, right? Sometimes you might have a, a toxic partner or a partner who's going through something toxic or even a friend. And, you know, it, it is our responsibility to help the people in our lives through these things, but there's ways to protect your energy, ways to protect yourself. So I'm not saying cut everybody off that's negative. I'm saying start to slowly set boundaries to protect your energy. So recently, now I said I would talk about this later, like taking care of yourself at the highest level. So I feel that I'm at a point in my life where I have learned that self-care is a necessity. It's not just some kind of glamorous thing that we do for ourselves on the weekend, like going to get our nails done and taking a bath. It's really about doing the deep work. It's about really looking at where you need to set boundaries. It's It's about really like tuning, taking the time and space to tune into yourself and listen to your intuition. Now, um, some of you might say, I don't, I'm not an intuitive person. I don't have that gift or whatever, but that's just a bunch of BS. Everybody is intuitive. This is just another one of our senses that we've forgotten how to use. And so taking the time to really tune into yourself and listen to what you need is something that has to be practiced and kind of like re, I don't know, reinvented if you've lost that touch with that side of yourself. So like all of these things, these deep level practices in self-care, um, gratitude, self-love, there's just so many things that you can do to take care of yourself at the highest level. So I decided now that I'm doing that pretty well, I'm not perfect, but I, I do it pretty well. I have to be reminded to sit still sometimes. That's the one thing I do have trouble with it, but I'm getting pretty good at it. I needed to take it one step further. I felt like it was important. After all, I want to really enjoy my life. I want to have the best experience that I can possibly have. I want to really be happy uh, whenever I get a chance. You know, like I said, there's those those parts of our life that we can't avoid. But whenever I have the chance and total control, I am going to make myself happy at the highest level. So when I do spend time doing the things that I love, I've decided to try to up-level all those experiences, take it to the next level. So this is not something that comes naturally to me, but just like taking care of myself and putting myself first wasn't natural, I made that natural by practicing it daily for years. It took me years to get, like, get past this, and I don't want to discourage you because it was just a gradual process that was absolutely unbelievably positive. Okay. Every step of it was positive, but now that I've reached that point, now I want to take it to this next level and make that a habit, make that something that just happens naturally. So whenever I'm doing something I love, I ask myself, how can I make this even better? Like those, just those little things that might not seem huge, but add up, like they add, they all add up and they just make things more beautiful. For example, now, this was, <laughs> this was one of the only ways I could really think of how to describe this. Like more things keep popping into my head, but this one thing is something I love doing. So when I do yoga on a regular basis, and I do it at home because there's not really any yoga studios in my area. I live in a very rural area, and to go to like a regular yoga class, it would be about 45 minutes, right? And then in the winter, it's just horrible, so... Um, I have learned how to do my yoga practice at home with YouTube videos and I just love it. But my favorite part is the end, Shavasana. 
So, and I just, I love it. I love doing like a really hard yoga class or even if it's an easy yoga class, I love reaching that point at the end where you could just like release and let go and relax. And you have like that permission. And sometimes that's what I need. I need permission to relax, right? So I decided to up level that. And so like added like a a weighted eye mask, like one of those soft weighted eye masks is so comforting. A pillow under my knees, a blanket if I might be cold. And then I put my headphones in and I put on maybe a guided meditation or sometimes I just put on like meditation music and I chill. I chill for as long as I need. And it's usually not longer than five minutes unless I'm super, super tired. There have been times where I've almost fallen asleep. I love meditation right after a yoga class because it's so easy for me to like flow into it because I'm already relaxed. And meditation doesn't come easy to me, which you might find funny because I actually create my own meditations. I'm a creator for the Aura app. And so it's kind of funny that, but that's, that's how I was introduced to meditation through apps like Aura, you know, that's what made it possible for me. So I love that. So, um, doing a meditation like right after a yoga class is so flowy for me it works for me also doing a meditation like in the bathtub so like in places where I'm already relaxed it doesn't always work for me when I first wake up first thing in the morning because I'm so excited to like start my day and get going like I don't want to just sit there I want to do stuff I want to read my book I want to you know I want to do things I don't want to just sit and meditate I feel like I was just sleeping for eight hours or usually it's more like six or seven hours. Um, so I don't really want to just sit there anymore. I want to do stuff. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but I have trouble sitting still in the morning. And then at night, I usually can't make it through a guided meditation. I usually fall asleep, which I don't think is a bad thing. So I do it anyway. So another way I like to up-level things is like with my afternoon coffee. I love afternoon coffee time. Uh, You could add like a frothy cashew milk or a touch of cinnamon. Cashew milk is super creamy, so it just can feel so decadent. It feels so good. Um, Sometimes I like to sit outside with my coffee or read my book, put my feet in the grass and just listen to the birds. There's just so many ways I could up-level that experience for myself. These two things don't take a lot of time or money, but they make me feel special. They make me feel happy. They make me feel like so bougie. You know what I mean? So once I heard a person say, sorry, I'm not sure where I heard this, um, but this is what they said. They were answering the question, how do you stop feelings of unworthiness? And it was a man, right? And he said, well, stop doing all the things that make you feel unworthy. And I was, I just made me laugh because it was super simple, but I thought that's absolutely true. That's a hundred percent true. So these things I do for myself, up-level my self-care and my self-love, and they make me feel so worthy. They make me feel special. And this is what we all need in our lives, right? We can do this for ourselves. We don't need another person to do this for us. So our lives are not perfect. And some of us do not have control over all of our time the way we would like to. But you can start to shift one baby step at a time. Treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. Treat yourself like the queen you are because your happiness depends on it. Treat yourself the way you want other people to treat you because that is how we teach people how to treat us. Where will you add a shift in your life? Where will you add something in your life where 
things and people who are aligned with you and your well-being? Where will you up-level the way you treat yourself? Where can you do this in your life? So start being mindful. Start paying attention to all of the areas where you can make these little uh, shifts and up-level your happiness and or maybe just start putting yourself first. You might be new at this. This might be the first time you're doing this like I was 10 or so years ago and you might just need to start putting yourself first in the very simplest ways. Remember, we teach people how to treat us by the way we treat ourselves and spend our time. So do it well and do it with love and care. Love you. I'll see you next week.